0: Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations are taken from The Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois 60188. All rights reserved. Well, hello there and welcome to Bible in a Year with Bill. Today is August 29th. We're on day 241 of our journey through the New Living Translation version of the Word. You're joining me today in my cubby studio, and Dyson is right here at my feet, looking at me like, how long are we going to be here, Dad? (laughs) I love him. Anyway, today on day 241, we're going to continue in the book of Ezekiel, chapters 4, 5, 6, and 7, and then we're going to finish off today's reading with Revelation chapter 3. So let's get right into it. Ezekiel chapter 4. And now, son of man, take a large clay brick and set it down in front of you. Then draw a map of the city of Jerusalem on it. Show the city under siege. Build a wall around it so no one can escape. Set up the enemy camp and surround the city with siege ramps and battering rams. Then take an iron griddle and place it between you and the city. Turn toward the city and demonstrate how harsh the siege will be against Jerusalem. This will be a warning to the people of Israel. Now lie on your left side and place the sins of Israel on yourself. You are to bear the sins for the number of days you lie there on your side. I am requiring you to bear Israel's sins for 390 days, one day for each year of their sin. After that, turn over and lie on your right side for 40 days, one day for each year of Judah's sin. Meanwhile, keep staring at the siege of Jerusalem. Lie there with your arm bared and prophesy her destruction. I will tie you up with ropes so you won't be able to turn from side to side until the days of your siege have been completed. Now go and get some wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and emmer wheat and mix them together in a storage jar. Use them to make bread for yourself during the 390 days you will be lying on your side. Ration this out to yourself, eight ounces of food for each day, and eat it at set times. Then measure out a jar of water for each day, and drink it at set times. Prepare and eat this food as you would barley cakes. While all the people are watching, bake it over a fire using dried human dung as fuel, and then eat the bread. Then the Lord said, This is, to sh- this is how Israel will eat defiled bread in the Gentile lands, which I will banish them. Then I said, O sovereign Lord, must I be defiled by using human dung? For I have never been defiled before, from the time I was a child until now. I have never eaten any animal that died of sickness or was killed by other animals. I have never eaten any meat forbidden by the law. All right, the Lord said, you may bake your bread with cow dung instead of human dung. Then he told me, Son of man, I will make food very scarce in Jerusalem. It will be weighed out with great care and eaten fearfully. The water will be rationed out drop by drop, and the people will drink it with dismay. Lacking food and water, people will look at one another in terror, and they will waste away under their punishment. Ezekiel chapter 5. Son of man, take a sharp sword and use it as a razor to shave your head and beard. Use a scale to weigh the hair into three equal parts. Place a third of it at the center of your map of Jerusalem. After acting out the siege, burn it there. Scatter another third across your map and chop it with a sword. Scatter the last third to the wind, for I will scatter my people with the sword. Keep just a bit of the hair and tie it up in your robe. Then take some of these hairs and throw them into the fire, burning them up. A fire will then spread from this remnant and destroy all of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. This is an illustration of what will happen to Jerusalem. I placed her at the center of the nations, but she has rebelled against my regulations and decrees and has been even more wicked than the surrounding nations. She has refused to obey the regulations and decrees I gave her to follow. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. You people have behaved worse than your neighbors and have refused to obey my decrees and regulations. You have not even lived up to the standards of the nations around you. Therefore, I myself, the sovereign Lord, am now your enemy. I will punish you publicly while all the nations watch. Because of your detestable idols, I will punish you like I have never punished anyone before or ever will again. Parents will eat their own children, and children will eat their parents. I will punish you and scatter to the winds the few who survive. As surely as I live, says the sovereign Lord, I will cut you off completely. I will show you no pity at all because you have defiled my temple with your vile images and detestable sins. A third of your people will die in the city from disease and famine. A third of them will be slaughtered by the enemy outside the city walls. And I will scatter a third to the winds, chasing them with my sword. Then at last my anger will be spent, and I will be satisfied. And when my fury against them has subsided, all Israel will know that I, the Lord, have spoken to them in my jealous anger. So I will turn you into a ruin, a mockery in the eyes of the surrounding nations and to all who pass by. You will become an object of mockery and taunting and horror. You will be a warning to all the nations around you. They will see what happens when the Lord punishes a nation in anger and rebukes it, says the Lord. I will shower you with the deadly arrows of famine to destroy you. The famine will become more and more severe until every crumb of food is gone. And along with the famine, wild animals will attack you and rob you of your children. Disease and war will stalk your land, and I will bring the sword of the enemy against you. I, the Lord, have spoken." Ezekiel chapter 6 Again a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them. Proclaim this message from the Sovereign Lord against the mountains of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills and to the ravines and valleys. I am about to bring war upon you, and I will smash your pagan shrines. All your altars will be demolished, and your places of worship will be destroyed. I will kill your people in front of your idols. I will lay your corpses in front of your idols and scatter your bones around your altars. Wherever you live, there will be desolation, and I will destroy your pagan shrines your altars will be demolished your idols will be smashed your places of worship will be torn down and all the religious objects you have made will be destroyed the place will be littered with corpses and you will know that i alone am the lord but i will let a few of my people escape destruction and they will be scattered among the nations of the world then when they are exiled among the nations they will remember me They will recognize how hurt I am by their unfaithful hearts and lustful eyes that long for their idols. Then at last they will hate themselves for all their detestable sins. They will know that I alone am the Lord and that I was serious when I said I would bring this calamity on them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Clap your hands in horror and stamp your feet. Cry out because of all the detestable sins the people of Israel have committed. Now they are going to die from war and famine and disease. Disease will strike down those who are far away in exile. War will destroy those who are nearby, and anyone who survives will be killed by famine. So at last I will spend my fury on them. They will know that I am the Lord when their dead lie scattered among their idols and altars on every hill and mountain and under every green tree and every great shade tree, the places where they offered sacrifices to their idols." I will crush them and make their cities desolate from the wilderness in the south to Riblah in the north then they will know that I am the Lord Ezekiel chapter 7 Then this message came to me from the Lord Son of man this is what the sovereign Lord says to Israel The end is here wherever you look east west north or south your land is finished No hope remains, for I will unleash my anger against you. I will call you to account for all your detestable sins. I will turn my eyes away and show no pity. I will repay you for all your detestable sins. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Disaster after disaster is coming your way. The end has come. It has finally arrived. Your final doom is waiting. O people of Israel, the day of your destruction is dawning. The time has come, the day of trouble is near. Shouts of anguish will be heard on the mountains, not shouts of joy. Soon I will pour out my fury on you and unleash my anger against you. I will call you to account for all your detestable sins. I will turn my eyes away and show no pity. I will repay you for all your detestable sins. Then you will know that it is I, the Lord, who is striking the blow." The day of judgment is here. Your destruction awaits. The people's wickedness and pride have blossomed to full flower. Their violence has grown into a rod that will beat them for their wickedness. None of these proud and wicked people will survive. All their wealth and prestige will be swept away. Yes, the time has come. The day is here. Buyers should not rejoice over bargains, nor sellers grieve over losses, for all of them will fall under my terrible anger." Even if the merchants survive, they will never return to their business, for what God has said applies to everyone. It will not be changed. Not one person whose life is twisted by sin will ever recover. The trumpet calls Israel's army to mobilize, but no one listens, for my fury is against them all. There is war outside the city and disease and famine within. Those outside the city walls will be killed by enemy swords. Those inside the city will die of famine and disease. The survivors who escape to the mountains will moan like doves, weeping for their sins. Their hands will hang limp. Their knees will be weak as water. They will dress themselves in burlap. Horror and shame will cover them. They will shave their heads in sorrow and remorse. They will throw their money in the streets, tossing it out like worthless trash. Their silver and gold won't save them on that day of the Lord's anger. It will neither satisfy nor feed them, for their greed can only trip them up. They were proud of their beautiful jewelry and used it to make detestable idols and vile images. Therefore, I will make all their wealth disgusting to them. I will give it as plunder to foreigners, to the most wicked of nations, and they will defile it. I will turn my eyes from them as these robbers invade and defile my treasured land. Prepare chains for my people, for the land is bloodied by terrible crimes. Jerusalem is filled with violence. I will bring the most ruthless of nations to occupy their homes. I will break down their proud fortresses and defile their sanctuaries. Terror and trembling will overcome my people. They will look for peace but not find it. Calamity will follow calamity. Rumor will follow rumor. They will look in vain for a vision from the prophets. They will receive no teaching from the priests and no counsel from the leaders. The king and the prince will stand helpless, weeping in despair, and the people's hands will tremble with fear. I will bring on them the evil they have done to others, and they will receive the punishment they so richly deserve. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Revelation chapter 3. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what little remains for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly, as unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, but I will announce before my Father and his angels that they are mine. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close, and what he closes, no one can open. I know all the things you do, and I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength, yet you obeyed my word and did not deny me. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue, those liars who say they are Jews but are not, to come and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have, so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches." Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I I have everything I want. I don't need a thing and you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed by your nakedness, and ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference." Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my Father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless... The reading of your word today, thank you for your word. In Ezekiel chapter 7 verse 19, the prophet gives God's people a clear warning. Their money will become worthless. He describes a day when they will toss their money in the streets because it will be useless. Sometimes it's good for us to pause for a moment and consider things we've had in our lives that were so important but a few short years later were all but useless. The list of electronic gadgets that we've seen come and go over the last few decades should make at least some of us smile, right? Even cell phones from 5 or 10 years ago are considered to be as useless as floppy disk drives or 8-track tapes. Soon, even the latest highly desired electronic gadget will be just another paperweight laying forgotten in the bottom of some drawer. The people in Ezekiel's day had grown cold in their relationship with God because they had focused on unimportant, unlasting things. They had lost sight of the truly important things in life. One way we can stay focused is to occasionally ask ourselves, if I only had 24 hours to live, what would I do? No reasonable person would use those last few hours to check their stock portfolio or pre-order the newest Samsung X 3000 Super Auto Max handheld device. Most of us would be spending that precious time with loved ones and making sure the unbelieving people we know and love heard the good news one more time. Perhaps that means then that the things we value most in life are our relationships with loved ones. Lately, I've been thinking I might need a new phone, but today, you know, just coming across this and reading this and, oh, this five-year-old Samsung I have will be just fine for a while yet. Thanks for joining me here today on Bible in a Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.